episode 43. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Words they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. This episode is sponsored by the Alpha Way Intensive. This is where we get six aspiring or current alpha men and we take them away to the coast and we just take them to another level. So if you're interested in that, we have South Coast UK, the first ever one on the very early first week in September, three, three days you need to be available. And then we move over two weeks later, around the 19th, 20th, 21st, to the West Coast, USA. If you're interested in either, just get in touch, reach out, email support at Awaken Your Alpha, or the Alpha Way at Awaken Your Alpha. For two nights of intense alpha building, physical, spiritual, mental, business, body, belief, balance, there are only six spots and this is going out to over 10,000 alphas all over the world. Don't let your location be a limiting factor. With me in my team of alpha trainers, we have some of the best minds, bodies and stories from around the globe and they will be coming to really get intense with you guys and show you the alpha way. Get to the pod guys. Okay, so we have Steve De La Torre today from Newport Beach, California. Now, Steve, the host and creator of the Fit Pro Inferno podcast for fitness business professionals. So, absolutely legendary podcast, and I was lucky enough to be interviewed on that. And that'll be coming out very soon. He is also has runs his own gym there, and we talked firstly about his alpha quote, which is the Jim Rong quote: "You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with." So we jump right in. Probably one of the easiest, fastest way to achieve success is to change your network of people that you hang out with and, and your friends that you surround yourself with. Um, I think you know when when you're looking to be the best you can be, and you know you're interested in the things of like alpha type science, like this podcast. A lot of times you put yourself in a corner by yourself because you're trying to do everything yourself. But yeah. really, it's important to be around people that are doing the things that you want to do and that are where you want to be. And it's also important to open yourself up and to never fear, um, you know, what would be quote unquote competition and to really embrace those that are already, you know, have already done the things you want to do. Definitely. I really I think that's something I've really found with happy, successful alphas is the abundance mindset, not the scarcity mindset. And you know, that scarcity mindset would just make you bitter. And um, I like, link to your quote, I like the, I've heard a quote that I like, where it's, you know, if you want to soar with the eagles, don't hang out with turkeys. That's right. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly the, the same. And I actually, that's the one I was going to use. <laughs> um, but I figured, you know, I would just, you know, make it the, the actual Jim Rohn yeah, quote. Yeah, the, the official one. That's brilliant. Okay. Um, we want to know about your alpha origins. We've got obviously what you're up to on a daily basis. What um, what is your background? What's your story? Where do you, where do you come from originally? And what were some milestones growing up? How did you get to opening your own gym? And then obviously a podcast, which is not always a natural progression from opening a gym. Yeah, you know, um, there was really my whole life has not been any kind of natural progression whatsoever. Um, I 
I was always a smart student um, in high school and growing up. Um, I was always the quiet kid who you know always knew what was going on. I was very aware of my surroundings, and I always felt like I was much older than I always was. And um, was an intelligent kid, good grades, but I was never challenged in school. And so there were times when I didn't do as well as I, I, I should have because I was bored. And I liked to do a lot of different things. That was always my thing where, <clears throat> excuse me, I always like to try a lot of new things. And, you know, I want to learn this instrument and I want to go to this one. And I want to just do as much as I can. And, you know, as a child, that's not always embraced because you're, you're taught to finish things and complete things and to not be you know, wishy-washy. And, and that's kind of what happened to me. Um, and then going through high school, um, I really thought that I was going to go on to go into to law to be a, an attorney. And the reason being is you know, my family was, we were very poor for, for most of my life. Um, you know, we, we lived in, you know, my whole family and with cousins and aunts and uncles and, and like a one bedroom apartment for a lot of time. And, Whoa. and it was, it was mostly, not out of lack of hard work. It was just lack out of, of know-how, lack of having an abundance mindset, and also um, really just a lot of fear you know, that was around my family that I think is prevalent in a lot of people who are, are living you know, below what they really need. And um, so because of that, I thought you know, in, in the Hispanic culture, it's always, are you going to be a lawyer or are you going to be a doctor? That's what everyone aspires to. Yeah. And um, I really thought, okay, I like history. I like English. I'm a good writer. Um, law seems like a natural progression. And what happened was when I was 18 years old, my brother got a, uh, a job at a local gym. And he's a year older than I am. And okay. um, it's a big corporate gym. He was uh, just working the front desk. And so when I turned 18, a year later, he got me a job there as well. So I started working there, was working the front desk. And um, had no intention of ever being a trainer, but the opportunity to go through a certification came up a few months later. So I signed up because I knew that I could make more money while I was going to start going to school. And I was yeah. still in high school. It was like, a, I think it was a seven-day personal training certification. I went with uh, six other people who uh, from my, my gym, and everybody was a trainer except me. So I was not certified. They were all trainers. They were already working. They had to get recertified. And um, after the weekend, I was the only person that passed my test. <laughs> so, awesome. I love it. Yeah, so, so they couldn't work. Um, and so because they couldn't work, I came, you know, I came in and on day one, I had to start servicing all these clients. I was full-time from my very, very first day. Um, became really successful really quickly at that. Eventually, I got promoted to a manager through that job. Um, and you know, that's a whole different story. Um, but that's kind of how I got my start. I say that that almost leads into what it sounds like it could do to me into our awakened question. What really changed for you um, along your journey to sort of put you directly to the path you are you're now? It sounds like I mean that could that could have been part of it, but it's completely up to you. You know, what do you think really awakened you to the possibilities? So the exact <laughs> moment, um, because from that job, um, you know, you fast forward. I think it was um, six years from that point on. Um, I, I was no longer working at the gym. I was uh, doing personal training um, in in my in my town, Newport Beach. I was renting space at a gym. I had my own clients, and I wasn't doing all that well. I had a few clients. I was collecting checks uh, when I could. I was not very passionate about it. Um, I was actually going through a divorce, um, and I was about to be homeless. Blind. You know, and, yeah, and, and and only because I let my life fall apart. You know, I was going through something that I'd never experienced before. And with that, I, I kind of let go of all my responsibilities. 
I knew I had to find a place to live and I just, I didn't do that. I just let it go. I let everything just kind of fall apart. Yeah. And because I just didn't know what was going to happen. And, um, I remember the morning I was, it was probably around seven o'clock. I was heading to work to train some people. And, um, here in Newport beach on Pacific coast highway, I was at a stop sign. I was about to turn and I was just sitting there. I was kind of depressed. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't know what I want to do. I didn't know what my future held. And in my thought, in my mind, I don't know where it came from, but the question popped up in my mind. If you were your client and you were waiting for you right now, would you pay what you're charging for that service? Right? Basically, are you worth what you're charging? <laughs> I was sitting there and that question popped into my mind out of nowhere. And it wasn't even my own thought. Yeah. And I said, hell no, I would not. <laughs> I am not say. worth, I'm robbing these people. I started thinking, yeah. I say you must have been feeling like you said you're feeling low. You feel when you ask that question when you're feeling slightly depressed and low. You must have felt worthless, and yeah, that's almost the not the best question or the best time to ask it to yourself when you're depressed. But I mean, what happened from that point then? So I'm so this is I was probably sitting at that light for a minute, and so this all happened and fast forward within a minute in my mind, I was like, I am not worth this, and I started shaking. I actually literally started shaking because. I was like, oh my God, I'm robbing these people. When they find out that I'm not worth it, they're going to get rid of me. I need to do something. What am I going to do? I had this kind of like flash forward of my life if I kept on this path. And literally within the drive, the light turned green. I turned, my gym was only a minute away. Within that moment, I said to myself, just decided, didn't know how I was going to do it, but I decided, you know what? F this, I'm going to be the very best trainer that I can be first in this gym. Then I'm going to be the best trainer in this city and then the best trainer in this county. And then I'm going to take on the United States and the yes. world. Quality. And I don't know how I'm going to, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it because why not me? Right? Why not me? I'm smart. I'm talented. I know what I need to, I, I, I'm, I'm smart enough to figure out the things I need to learn. And I'm a hard worker and I just haven't been working hard. And so I decided that, and that led to this path of exploration and education and, and learning and kind of, you know, meeting people and, and self-improvement. And, um, and that brought me to basically where I'm at today. That is brilliant. I think it's important and interesting what you touched on there about, I think, I honestly think you can charge whatever you want so long as you're worth that much. And so that's Absolutely. like, for some people, they're charging too high. And for some people, they're just charging like way too low. But it's if you can't value yourself at that, you can't, unless you're just like a shady person, you can't honestly go and tell someone that. Because if you yeah. don't value it, like you say, you feel like that's, that's horrible and you feel like you're being sneaky or shady. Whereas if, you're, if you know you're worth it and you can give good return on investment and you can go and pick any number you want if you are worth that, definitely. Absolutely. And, you know, it, that happens at times. And it's okay to know that, you know, maybe that we get caught up in things and maybe our life on a certain area isn't going the way we want. And we kind of lose focus of what our goals are and our purpose of why we're here to, you know, to serve people in our own niches, in our own communities. And you lose sight of that for a little bit, but you have to always get back and you have to remember what your mission is. And your mission has to always be bigger than you because when it's bigger than you, nothing will stop you. But when it's not, you know, little things like going through relationship issues or uh, business troubles, if, you, if that happens, you're going to always be derailed. So it's always important to have a big goal that's huge, bigger than you can even imagine. And when you have a huge, huge goal, 
you're going to have a lot of fear. The what if, what if I don't make it? But the question that should always be above that is what's going to happen if I do achieve it? And that should drive you. Definitely. All right, Steve, we're going to mix up the pace here. Now, this is our yin yang round. I'm going to hit you up with a load of 50 50 options and you just go with your gut and we'll see what All happens. All right, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Jason Bond or yeah, I said Jason. Jason. <laughs> I think you get the idea. Jason Bourne or James Bond? James Bond. Ah, he's he's proven very popular. I like this. Okay. Yeah. Pizza or pasta? Mm, pizza. Night or day? Day. England or America? <laughs> you know, I don't know England, so I'm going to say England because uh, I would I love to give it, you know, a shot in dark and kind of see what it's all about. So I would say England. Ah, uh, you've got to come over. You've got a guide. I'll show you around. I'm not too far. I'm just, I'm just south of London, so I'll give you a little, the local tour. Excellent. I have a lot of friends there, so that'd be fantastic. It's definitely worth a look. Okay. If you were getting uh, chased, bear or shark? Shark. If anyone thinks, you see, you are a smart guy. A bear will hunt hunt you down, (laughs) climb up a tree. There's no way out. (laughs) Yeah. And a shark, you can punch him in the nose and have a shot, you know? So I would definitely say shark. Eye gouge. Eye gouge. There you go. Yeah. You're more likely to survive a shark attack than you're a bear attack. Beer or coffee? Ah, coffee. Coffee right here. Coffee. Yes. (laughs) Curry or roast dinner? Curry. Yeah. Yeah. I love curry and I love um, exploration of flavors and all things. And so, yeah, definitely curry. I'm just thinking that one in my head. I think out of all the ones I've done, that question, the curry roast dinner, I'm literally confused now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to answer that one. I'm struggling. But you know what this is great is because the questions, although you can look at these questions and think, okay, well, they make no sense, but they're great (laughs) questions where you can really break them down for hours. You definitely could and and why and what it represents. So actually, I love these questions. They're great. Someone might slip something out as well and we we get a little bit of insider information. (laughs) Okay. This is called the complete blank around. So it's not as bad as it sounds. So you've got to complete you gotta complete the blank for me. Okay. If I was to ever to visit Newport, I should go to the beach. What beach? Newport Beach. Ah. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> I won't argue with that. Your best friend would describe you as loyal. Nice. Okay. The last time you were drunk was <laughs> probably eight years ago. <laughs> What happened eight years ago? <laughs> uh, you know, the last time, and this is a long story, the last time I was actually drunk was, um, it was a uh, Labor Day here in the United States. It was uh, towards the end of summer. Yeah. And there was this big street fair in the town that I went to high school in. And so every year, you know, it's an international street fair. It's for the whole weekend. And it becomes like a, a high school reunion. And so I, I went there and I had a, a lot to drink, um, but... And I've never told this story publicly, by the way. Um, I at the end of the night, I remember going back to the bar, and it was a lot of people in this in this bar, and a lot of people outside. And uh, a girl came over, and she set a drink next to me. And I don't; it wasn't for me. I think she okay. she caught on that there was something wrong with this drink. It was blue. I say you were. So she, it was. She, you didn't get drugged, did you? <laughs> I did get drugged actually, but oh my it, it wasn't, it was not intentional for me. Um, <laughs> That's she what she down. says anyway. That's what she yeah, says. <laughs> she didn't say anything to me. She just set it down and then walked away. And so I, of course, I see a full drink and I now I have my drink in my hand 
and I pick it up and I start drinking both of them. Oh my God, you sound like my brother. My brother's a yeah. mind, we call it mind sweeping over here. He's, yeah. he's ridiculous. <laughs> and, um, and that was the last thing I remember from that evening. I woke up the next Whoa. morning around seven o'clock in the morning. I was underneath a bench. Were you fully clothed? I was fully clothed. That's okay. the first thing I checked. So I was, um, I woke up, I had a huge cut on my head and, um, I was in a puddle of my own vomit face down. Whoa. And so I was really lucky because I could have died yeah, had I, is, you know, I can see if why I was, it was eight years ago now, that is enough yeah. to put you off. That's, that's never happened to me. The drug bit, the dr druggy bit, but the, uh, the other stuff, the face down stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm sure. We've been <laughs> and, and I was sick for a week and I did as uh, someone had the, you know, the, the date rape drug, whatever it was in this drink. And I, of course I took this, you know, not knowing, and that was the last thing I remember. And oh, I could have seriously, I could have been robbed. Anything, a number of things could have happened to me. Luckily I, I got away with being sick and getting some cuts on my head from falling. Yeah, um, and so, but that was enough to where I, I you know, I, I love wine and I do like drinking, but I know that I, I never get close to that point anymore because um, this the, the you, possibly there, yeah. being sick again. Yeah. It reminds well, is, me. I think this is as interesting and entertaining story as this. This is a really, I think this is, could be the, the pinnacle of the interview as in this is a really, important alpha tip do not take someone's drink no that's matter. right even if you're a student and you've got no money it is just not worth it because i've got no. loads of stories similar to that i've got one where my brother and my good friend when we was on holiday grabbed a drink off the bar and it was literally the barman had put it there and they literally filled it with petrol or something bad because they're fed up with people doing that sort of thing and they just chugged it and oh my goodness like literally yeah. it was the worst ever they they pretty much could have died they were well, lesson learned, I hope, for them. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Oh, that was that was good. Okay. What, <laughs> what is your favorite movie of all time and why? It could be silly, it could be inspirational. It's up to you. Um, you know, I would have to say my favorite movie of all time is Rocky Four. Oh <laughs> yeah. You see, this is the question where you learn a lot. Out of all the Rockies, I have watched that one about a billion times. Yeah. That is the best one. Ivan Drago. If he dies, yeah, he dies. I that's right. And and the music and just the inspiration. And now looking back, it's cheesy, but it's just the inspiration and the good versus bad and the overcoming the small guy being the big guy. I mean, nothing is better than that. And and that's always been one of my favorite, favorite movies oh, of all time. And I love when the soundtrack comes on. Yeah. Uh, when, when I was at university, we had literally in the, in the gym there, the sports gym, we had, I think the Rocky soundtrack was just playing on repeat. And I, I challenge anyone to go and have a workout when that music is on and not just bring it. It's impossible oh, not to. It is, the, absolutely. it is the best ever. <laughs> yeah. The and training it, montage and, and, you know, all the different songs. It's just fantastic. And uh, I'm, it might even be for this one. I think it should be. But my introduction music, that was one of the finalists was the, uh, like the training montage music, basically. Love that. Oh, it's so good. Was there a point when you really thought, you looked around and you thought, damn, I brought my A game today or as a period in your life. It could have been recently with the podcast because it is awesome. This podcast, the podcast that I have created, the Pipro Inferno, is probably one of the things I'm most proud of um, because I've had to overcome so many personal um, fears of being on a microphone, of learning how to interview people, of having to you know, put my voice out there. It has really, really been a big, big step for me because I've never liked the sound of my voice. Never liked to sign yeah. my voice. I didn't know how to interview people. I was always shaky. Um, when I first did my first few interviews, they were, I mean, I thought 
my part of it was really, really bad. <laughs> and I've, within a short period, have really challenged myself to improve and to work on this skill. And because I've now gotten more comfortable <clears throat> speaking and, and getting on stage and being in front of people, um, it has opened up the world of opportunities. So I would say for me personally, that has been really, really a huge, huge success is just learning that skill and putting myself out there. Brilliant. I mean, I, I, I completely understand with you and people won't believe this, but the, the not liking your own sound of your own voice thing. I mean, I completely agree on that front. Um, but I, I suppose eventually you just, you kind of, it's like you get immune to it. And it just gets droned out. And <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you do, you get used to it and then it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And then um, you start hearing it. I think how everybody else hears it. Yeah, because I think the first time you hear it, you're definitely like, I don't talk like that. But once you've heard it, you're like, yeah, you do sound like that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. Um, I want to touch on, because obviously you, you've got your own gym, for all the uh, potential alphas out there, what have you got any advice for really getting their body in you know, top shape and really so they can maximize other areas of their life? You know, People always have the excuse of time, uh, usually not money when it comes to their body, but time, uh, maybe a bit of money. Maybe lack of knowledge, but again, I don't really think that's a legitimate excuse, but definitely lack of motivation. You've got any advice for those who are looking to, they don't want to become Mr. Universe, they don't want to compete in fitness modeling, but they just want to be in good shape and so that can help them maximize other areas of their life. Yeah, the first, the first advice um, you know, goes first into your mind is you have to realize by investing just half an hour or an hour um, you know, a few times a week and eventually, you know, five, six days a week for by exercising and, and working out by just doing that, you're going to be able to better accomplish your other goals in your life because fitness does make you better at everything. It's kind of like when you play video games, it's that turbo mode, you know, <laughs> makes everything better. Yep. And it truly honestly does. It energizes every power aspect up. of your life. <laughs> it is. It's a huge power up. It gives you so much confidence, which will translate into your work into your career, into your relationships. If you're single, obviously it gives you a lot more confidence with yeah. the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever, yeah. right? But, how are you doing? <laughs> exactly, yeah, how are you doing? Um, I would say the second tip is gonna be to find a workout partner that's gonna be able to motivate you to get to your workout. So your workout partner doesn't need to know what he's doing. He just has to be good at showing up on time and making sure that you do what you said you're gonna do. Definitely. So. I find that, um, you know, just with myself personally, when I don't have an accountability partner, it's easy for me to come up with excuses as to why I can't spend that time. You know, I'm editing a podcast, I'm working on my business. And um, so it's it's really important to have that accountability partner. Definitely. Um, and yeah. I, I want to just say like a cautionary note, I would say, and uh, this drives me insane, but if your best friend is an awesome guy you like and he's he's good at working out, whatever, but if he is unreliable, don't even go there because it will wind you up a treat. You'll be able to pass off responsibility for why you're missing workouts or the workout hasn't gone so good. If he's not turned up, you'll be wasting all your energy, which should be working out on where is he or waiting for him or just trying to pin him down. The whole point of pick someone who, like you say, is consistent is the Absolutely. key. Because, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get the most out of each, best out of both of each other. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the last, you know, which goes to directly the workout, um, keep it simple. The simple exercises are going to get you the best results. And those are exercises like doing squats, um, doing deadlifts, doing a bench press, and doing pull-ups. Oh, I love it. With those, love it. <laughs> with those four exercises, you can get so strong. You're going to transform your body. You're going to burn fat. 
and you don't need a really you don't need all that much equipment to do those exercises. And so those are the ones that I definitely recommend is to keep it simple. I mean, you're, you're pretty much, you're listing a large majority of my workouts in some shape or form. You can get fancy if you want, but ultimately push, pull, squat, <laughs> etc. cetera. Yeah. Deadly. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, those are the most fun too. I, I love doing those, those four. Yeah, and I always, if you're a bit random like myself, I always like to have, even if it's quite, could be quite structured work, I always like to have a portion for just randomness to what you're feeling like on the day so you can just uh, enjoy it and just, yeah, go for whatever. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we're here to the alpha round. So this is the round where you're going to give us all your best alpha tools, resources, things that you use on a daily basis. And we're going to start that off with just one or two recommended books that either you really like or you're currently reading. It's up to you. You're going to absolutely love this book. It's called The 50th Law of Power. Um, by Robert Greene, okay, and um, he co-wrote this with Fifty Cent, the rapper, ah. and it is it is a manual on how to overcome fear. And when you think about it, fear is what holds all of us back from all the things that we don't have. It's a fear that we're not going to achieve. It's a fear of the what if. It's a fear of failure. It's a fear of all sorts of things. And so this book, it is a manual on how to overcome that. Um, with examples using 50 Cent. And it is, I mean, absolutely, it's a brilliant, brilliant book. And it's a, um, the lesson that I've learned in that, I, in my mind, I repeat as if I'm listening to the book again, um, you know, overcome certain things. And so that might be, you know, conflict with someone, a confrontation. That might be um, taking your business a certain way. That might be investing. That might be a partnership that didn't work. Brilliant. Absolutely perfect. Have you got a particularly high-tech resource that you use quite often and a particularly low tech resource that you use low tech first um whiteboards i i love whiteboards i have them all over my house i have all them all over my gym i have them everywhere and, and um you know my, my fiance thinks should, i have an obsession yeah. you should get that wallpaper that you can just have so you can just draw yeah. on the walls <laughs> well i use the paint there's a paint you can do so ah. i use that um i i love whiteboards because you never you know it's so quick and easy to be able to draw out ideas in this huge you know, space since so you're not limited. Um, I find that it, it's better for me to imagine things and to put things into my brain instead of just typing it out. Yeah. High tech, um, you know, I gotta say just my iPhone. My iPhone is, I cannot live with it without this thing. Yeah. With my iPhone, I listen to all the podcasts like like this one, you know, Awaken Your Alpha and all sorts of other ones. And I listen to my audio books and I have my video camera to make my YouTube videos and I can contact my clients yeah. my my without my iphone i can i can run my whole business with just my iphone alone so it's that important to me damn you would have cried when i i lost my iphone in uh, vegas recently oh. <laughs> it was not oh. my it was not my fault that's what i'm saying i made the plane that was the important thing it was priorities <laughs> yeah cool what do you think was holding you back fear of of failure you know i i i've always at different aspects of my life Fear has always been at the heart of, of why things didn't work out um, because I wasn't fully engaged in what I was trying to do. And that's in retrospect. When you're in it, obviously, it's sometimes it's hard to see. But looking back, I know that the times that I didn't achieve the results that I wanted um, or I've completely failed, it was just out of, fe out of fear is I didn't fully engage or um, I, I, I didn't want to risk and lose too much. And so I didn't invest myself. And because I, I attacked those things half-ass, I got the half-ass results. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know where you're coming from, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we've made it to the final wake-up question. 
and I'm sure you recognize this sort of format from your show as well and many shows. Um, if you were to wake up tomorrow and you still knew everything that we've just been talking about in today's show, but you had to start from scratch, you had none of your contacts and you, you just had your immediate family, what would you do in that first day, in that first week? You know, what would be a priority for you? Um, well, obviously, you first have, you have to figure out what is it that you truly want. And the, the beauty of that scenario is that, you know, that can happen. You can go bankrupt. You can, you know, business can go belly up. You, something can happen. Someone can spread a rumor. So you lose your contacts or you move to somewhere completely new. So this can, can completely happen. Um, but the beauty of the scenario is that you get to start over with a fresh piece of paper um, with all the experience you have. And I think that is really cool. Actually, I mean, I would actually love to test this <laughs> in a different country or in a different state because, I mean, how awesome would that be to you have all this knowledge and now you get to start over completely where no one knows you yep. and you can really do it the right way. So, you know, this is actually really, really cool. Now, what I would do is I would focus all my efforts on building a community around what I wanted to do. So for me, I'm in fitness. Now, if I was dropped off somewhere and I didn't know anybody and there was fitness studios and there was trainers and there was already fitness, um, fitness celebrities who were already established, obviously it would be very difficult for me to carve a piece of that out. Yeah. But what I would focus on in, is I would do something completely different is I, was, I would offer all my services completely free to build a community and make my goal to help that city, that community, whatever it is, to be the healthiest community possible. Find something that people can attach themselves to and have a bigger mission to accomplish. What I like about that is you literally, you're getting your big flag, you're sticking it in the ground, and like people are gonna get drawn to that because a lot of people would just go about, yeah, I'm a fitness professional, I'm helping people, but you've gone right, boom, I'm gonna make this, yeah. this state or whatever the fittest one. And like as you say, you're gonna get a lot of coverage from that, and I think you'd bounce back pretty quick. <laughs> And I would stop at nothing until I accomplished it. Definitely. Brilliant. Well, man, you've, you've been quality today. Absolutely loved it. So um, who do you think I should interview next? Can be the governor. Don't worry, I'm, on, I'm after him. Don't worry. <laughs> who do you think would be good for this show? I love um, a podcast um, guy by the name of Lewis Howes. Ah, so, I've seen him know, speak. He is awesome. And he is, uh, I mean, just brilliant guy. He comes, he gives a lot. And, you know, although he's a, a big personality and he's, you know, I mean, physically he's a big guy and he would he be your typical American football, didn't he? The are yeah. arena football. He did. He played yeah. arena football. Yeah. And um, so I don't personally know him. I've only spoken to him a couple of times through social media, yeah. um, but I'm a fan of his. Definitely. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Well, thanks, Steve. I mean, we, we run way over and I don't want to take any more of your time, but what is the best way people can get hold of you if they do want to hear more? And uh, obviously, we've got the, the the podcast that you've mentioned. But is there any any other way, or what is the best way? You know, I'm I'm very active on Facebook. Um, so if you go to just facebook.com, Steve Delatore, my name, um, S T E V E D E L A T O R R E. Yep. Um, so you can friend me there. Um, I'm also on Twitter under the same the same name, Steve Delatore. Cool. Well, man, it's been absolute quality. Um, thanks for taking the time. And if you need anything, just hit me up. I know, well, I'm lucky enough I'm going to be on your show in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah me too. So I'll let you know when this one goes live. I'll Fantastic. Thank you. Congratulations on, on your podcast too and uh, your success. Cheers, man. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by the Alpha Way Intensive. This is where we get six aspiring or current alpha men 
and we take them away to the coast and we just take them to another level. So if you're interested in that, we have South Coast UK, the first ever one, on very early, first week in September, three, three days you need to be available. And then we move over two weeks later, around the 19th, 20th and 21st, to the West Coast USA. So if you're interested in either, just get in touch, reach out, it's completely up to you. You are in control of your life and you make that decision. So if you're not sure, that's fine, that's cool, keep listening. But if this sounds like something you wanna do, you need to get on a call with me as soon as possible because when they go, they go. We've got an old historical farmhouse for the UK and we have just a mountain retreat on the cliffs overlooking the coast in California. So I hope to speak to some of you to very soon because this is not for all, but for some of you, this will really strike a chord. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.